united with Christ. Meet local churches with open doors serving throughout the Border Valley community and sharing the truth and hope of God's love and salvation. A presentation of Life Christian Broadcasting Television. And now, United with Christ. Good morning and welcome to United with Christ. My name is Kathleen Armstrong. I'm the director of Celebrate Recovery at Coronado Baptist Church, and I'm your host for today. I have a very special guest for you today, and I'll introduce him in just a minute. But first, I want to give you our prayer line number so that you can call in during the show today um, and ask for prayer about anything. We do have people on staff uh, ready and waiting to take your prayer and pray with you. So that number is 915-532-8518. Please call with your prayers. Let me just open us up in prayer, and then I'd like to introduce my guest. Oh, Father God, we come humbly before you to your throne of grace and invite you into this conversation this morning, Lord. Thank you for the work you are doing in our ministries. We love you and worship you in the mighty name of Jesus, your Son. So, um, the guest that I have with me today is a young man who is on fire for the Lord, and the fruit of his ministries is proof. My guest is Caleb Harrelson uh, with Engage Ministries. Welcome, Caleb. Hey, thank you, Kathleen. It's so good to be here. It's great to have you. And um, I just want to kind of have a little, um, I don't know if you'd call it a disclaimer, but um, as I mentioned, I'm the director of Celebrate Recovery, and uh, Caleb's ministry isn't necessarily directly uh, connected to Celebrate Recovery, just like my guest last week. But the reason that I wanted to invite these uh, two people is because of their focus and their uh, vision and their goals is to reach children and reach youth. And I just truly believe that that's what's wrong with our world today, is that we need to raise up godly children and children who have a a solid worldview and really understand about the Bible and uh, really feel the love of Jesus. And so uh, that definitely is is what what you do uh, subconsciously or consciously. Mm-hmm. But uh, Caleb, before we get started, please give us a little background about how you came to develop the ministries that you lead. Sure. Well, thank you again, Kathleen. It's so good to be here on the show today. And so several years ago, I was actually a youth pastor and as many youth pastors know, you have so many students who have um, just many influences pouring into their life. And I like to say in a lot of my seminars that education is discipleship. Mm-hmm. And, and so students are always being discipled in a worldview, whether or not we realize it. The question is whether it's a biblical worldview, right? Yes. And so um, as a youth pastor, I started seeing how can we combat with what we're seeing of all these influences that are training them in secular humanism, postmodernism, naturalism, uh, critical theory, many perspectives. And so we started training students in apologetics, and eventually I transitioned out of youth ministry, and we've um, started um, our ministry now, which is called Engaged Truth Ministries, and just recently have been working on this transition as a nonprofit now. And um, it originally started in uh, the youth pastor's office at Coronado Baptist, where I was partnering with them as a volunteer. And I said, hey, what if I take a few students and we start doing worldview training with them? And what I did with them, it started with, hey, here's a few worldview questions. Um, how did we get here? What's wrong with the world? How can it be fixed? Um, how do you know what's right and wrong? Who's Jesus? Questions like that. 
And so I said, I want you to take some of these questions and ask your friends and family, write down the answers, and then come back next week and let's talk about it. And it was amazing because a lot of those students, they come back all on fire and like, I had no idea my family members believed this. And, you know, it's people right in front of you. And we, we can't assume that everyone really has a, a biblical worldview at all. That's right. Um, and, and for the large majority of even people that we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we started going from there, these questions working through, well, how do we explain to them why God exists, why his word is true, yes. and, and why Jesus is the only way. And so we started studying with those students, and, and it became about engaging in conversations. Uh-huh. Um, and, and that was kind of the heartbeat is, why do we want to learn these things? Well, first, it should always be to love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Right. And next, it should be to make him known. Yes. <laughs> you know, we see all through the Psalms um, yes. that we are saved so that we may make the name of the Lord Jesus known, we make the, the glory of God known. Yes. And so that was part of those conversations is, hey, there's roadblocks for them trusting in God in this area of knowledge. Let's see if we can work through that and help oh. them see how God's word is total truth for all of reality. Oh, wonderful. Oh, that, that must have been exciting to yeah. get that ball rolling. <laughs> yeah. Well, your vision for your ministry is summarized by the three C's mm-hmm. you told me. Caleb. And so would you explain those to us? Sure. So I've I've been really communicating recently that it's the three C's, meaning these are these areas that we focus on and we're trying to develop our team to focus on. So um, it's um, core apologetics, cult engagement, and creation science. And uh, so I'll talk about the first one uh, here. Our core apologetics is really, that's kind of where it started out of, like, why do we know the the core truths of Christianity are true? The scripture is true. Jesus is the only way. Scripture is not being corrupted. So that started with, after those conversations with students, and I started teaching seminars at a really at our church and it uh-huh. was students and then it, we started adding college students and adults <laughs> and then I started speaking in other churches where um and I started writing a lot of my material and there's a lot of great apologetics material out there and I should probably define that word because sometimes people hear that and they think well is that apologizing <laughs> and it's not not exactly it it comes from 1 Peter 3:15 and the Greek which it was originally written in in the New Testament um, it says, always be ready to make a defense or to give a reason. And that's the word ap- apologia, which uh-huh. means um, to get, make a case for something. Okay. So that's kind of like a legal term, talking yes. about making a case. And and I like to say as well that everyone is an apologist. It's right. just a matter of whether we are an apologist for what is true and worth defending um, ultimately. Yes, and and so the, it, people like to think when they think of First Peter three fifteen, oh, is this a special elite class of Christians who are the nerds who study <laughs> these topics? But no, it's actually a, apply to all Christians That's right. um, that we're all be, to be ready to give a reason. And so the core apologetics of those classes, we started going through classes on the reliability of the Gospels, reliability of Scripture, and then we started expanding to other topics of creation, which developed into other wing, but. Recently, we, we've, um, we're looking at doing something that's called the Engage Worldview Academy. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a new thing where, um, we're, we're going to develop material where students can, uh, dive into, um, key worldview issues that, hey, when, 
when people are making statements like "this is my truth and your truth," where is that coming from?、Uh-huh. Well, that's kind of a postmodern worldview concept that's denying objective truth.、Um, but we want to do some training in the classroom with students, and then we'll take them out to go engage with people on their worldview at UTEP campus or go engage with Muslims.、Marvelous. So it's going to be very evangelistic focus, and we're launching that this fall, the Engage Worldview Academy. So that's going to be part of our core apologetics、okay. focus of things. Oh, that's awesome!、Yeah. That's incredible. And then you have a cult engagement. Tell、yes. us a little bit about that.、Um, so I recently taught a four-week class, and I know you were a part of that as well.、Yes. And it was good to have you. And、uh, what we focused on in that, and, and this was one of our shorter ones, to get people just engaging in conversations. Um, with those that are in a cult, and of course, people tend to throw that word around a lot,、um, and you have to be careful because you can't just call anything a cult you don't like. Right.、Yeah. Um, now, a cult.、Uh, Typically, how Christians define it is where they have a, a different view, or aberrant, or a false view of Jesus, where they deny that He's always been God from all eternity,、um, and they say He's created or something. Like、uh-huh. Mormon and Jehovah's Witness both believe that、uh-huh. they have a different view of Jesus. They add to Scripture, where it's the Bible plus other、um, uh-huh. other texts that they claim that they have new revelation,、um, and then it tends to be very high control. Um, groups. So I don't always say to them, "Hey, you're in a cult," necessarily, but definitionally that would be in the category.、Mm-hmm. But what we're trying to get people to do is have、uh, engaging conversations with them, respectful dialogue.、Mm-hmm. Christians a lot of times will just slam the door.、Yeah. Um, but these are people who need to know the true Jesus.、Exactly. He, he alone can save. That's right. And、um, so we want to en- equip them to have those conversations and say, you know, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. From all eternity, and make that clear from John one one to John one three that He alone created all things. He wasn't created, and and so our goal, our vision, is to eventually develop a network of teams that are trained and that may come out of our academy、um, that people can lead cult evangelism teams、oh. to regularly go talk with them on the corner and have respectful、yes. engagement with the scriptures of Mormons and JWs all around the city, and there's several thousands、uh, in that category. And we want them to know the real Jesus. I like what you said about respectfully talk、mm-hmm. talk to them because that's one thing that I really appreciated out of your class is、uh, when you demonstrated how you talk to people、uh, who are not of our faith, who are Mormon or Jehovah's Witness, and how you are very respectful and in asking just asking inquisitive questions so that you can also understand what they're where they're coming from. Uh, and you're not combative. You're not shaming them. You're not、um, being ugly to them.、Um, I was very, very impressed about that. And it would, I hope, a lot more people learn how to engage, which is、yeah. where the the name of your ministries came from,、uh, to engage people in just having a, a debate and having a, a talk about it without、um, hurting people's feelings and so forth. You also introduced us through a class that I went to to.、Uh, Uh, the creation and and the gospel and how Genesis is history,、mm-hmm. and that was very very enlightening as well. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Well, this is obviously a pas-、uh, a subject that I'm very passionate about, and I think well, one it would be when I was studying in my undergrad, I, I I found that I became very confused on foundational doctrine in scripture, where I would have、um, some of the theology department at the university I was at, they would say. Um, Genesis isn't really historical. Majority of professors, but then the biology department would refute that and say it doesn't make sense. Genesis is history,、oh, wow. and it's odd because it seemed that there was a push、um, for 
the theology department to try to compromise what Scripture clearly says in the context. Um, good hermeneutics, good exegesis saying, here's the Scripture. And that left me very confused because you have Jesus saying, in the beginning, God made them male and female. He didn't say after a lot of, a lot of death over deep time. And Jesus seemed to talk about Adam and Eve as historical person. He talked about Noah as a historical person. The apostles did as well. And Jesus being God is the ultimate author of scripture. Right. And so you see second Peter says connected with why are people denying the return of Jesus? They're saying they willfully forget this, that God created the heavens and that the earth was flooded. It was deluged. Mm-hmm. And so if that's part of the issue that they're denying creation and the flood, it seems like we should be focusing on that. If that's part of the reason why they're also denying the global return of Jesus, they deny the global judgment of God in the flood. Mm-hmm. And I started seeing how Jesus viewed Genesis, how much that matters. Yes. Um, and so that it's foundational when we have the entrance of sin, that marriage is laid down, the sanctity yes. of life is laid down in Genesis. Yes. Um, and it really affects how you view all of reality. Right. Now, uh, a few years ago, about two years ago, I went on a Canyon Ministries river tour and that very much impacted my life because I wasn't just seeing in the theoretical ideas and books about the Grand Canyon, but we're seeing how the majority of those rock layers going up from the Tapete sandstone up were laid down in the flood. And that really impacted me. So we took a step from there and started a creation network. And we started having creation conferences where we started focusing on various issues of um dealing with how do we engage with the evolutionists, um, what's the evidence for the flood, how can we share that. And uh, we ended up bringing in Dr. Mark Armitage, and he did dinosaur soft tissue bone labs. And the students were able to see nerves, osteocytes, and dinosaur bones. That was last year. About 92 students uh, did the bone labs. And then we had a conference. And uh, then last fall, we did a we brought in two flood geologists, Nate Loper, runs Canyon Ministries, and um, Dr. John Whitmore. And we they did a whole flood geology conference. And they led a hike at the dinosaur tracks. Um, and we had over 100 people show up. That's awesome. And, and so um, along with our zoo tours that we've been doing from a creation perspective, we've at, recently added um, dinosaur track hikes that now we are developing a team. And they have these yellow shirts. And we talk about the sites from a flood perspective at the dinosaur tracks at Crystal Ray. And then at the zoo, we, we talk about God's design with animals and problems with evolution. And it's a neat area for splash zone evangelism. <laughs> um, recently, uh, we had one of our other creation guides. Um, she was sharing at the lion exhibit about the lion of Judah. And we had a bunch of uh, public school kids stop there oh. and they got to hear the gospel. Oh. And, and so that's what it's about. That is, is fantastic. Get to share. <laughs> so. I think that zoo ministry is just so creative, such an imagination for you to go and do that. And to be able to pull people in that way, because you can't help but be interested in hearing what you're talking about when you're talking about uh, creationism and and, and mm-hmm. you're talking about um, those kinds of things as opposed to evolution. Yeah. Uh, because our kids today are not hearing that at all. Yeah. And it's just so sad. Yeah. Um, I do want to give the prayer line one more time. It's 915-532-8518. Please call in with your prayers. Um, we are happy to pray with you, uh, and uh, we do have staff uh, ready to take your calls. So um, we've talked about your uh, Worldview Academy. We've talked about the ministry part of your uh, cult engagement, your creation science, um, and kind of some of the things that you do with that. And you do take other people on Grand Canyon trips 
and conferences as well, right? Yes. Now our, that you've taken that one. Right. Yeah, we did one last May, and um, we're planning to do another Grand Canyon trip next year. Uh-huh. And then in two years, we'll hopefully take a whole group from El Paso, Las Cruces area on a river trip with Canyon Ministries is, mm-hmm. is the goal. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, yeah, a lot of exciting opportunities down the pipeline with Engaged Truth Ministries. And are you able to get more and more churches involved uh, here in El Paso in what you're what you're doing? I mean, in terms of maybe they kind of they can duplicate what what you're doing at their church with people or just join you or what's. Yeah, um, we've been slowly been able to get some more connected, and uh, we would welcome um, more pastors and, and mission boards that if they would want to support us. Uh, I do this as I guess you say as a local missionary, uh-huh. and uh, so we need we always we're in need of more support to pull um, these activities off and and training our guides. And what um, would be your website uh, that people can contact you or other pastors sure, or churches? Sure, it's engageapologetics.com. Engageapologetics.com. That's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, how wonderful that you're now a 5013C uh, ministry, a nonprofit. And so you're getting that going and, and rolling as well. Um, okay. Let's, uh, I'd like to talk about a little bit about why is Engaged Truth Ministries needed online and in the El Paso area? Sure. Now, I guess as we've kind of hit on is the need for biblical discipleship and training in a worldview. Recent studies, we have, um, if you look at whoisgenz.com, you'll see that 4% of those in Gen Z who claim to be Christians actually have a biblical worldview, which, you know, those basic tenets would be Jesus is the only way, God's word is authoritative, marriage is defined as between a man and a woman. Um, some of those are basic tenets of a Christian worldview. But even in my generation of millennials, now we have about 61% consider themselves Christians, but only 2% have a biblical worldview. And, you know, we've seen the stats that about 75% disengage from the church mm-hmm. or leave um, when they graduate. But as you've seen um, from uh, Ham- Ken Ham's Already Gone book, a lot of them start disconnecting from middle school. And, and that's a great transition point to why are we doing a summer camp that actually has age range of 9 to 18? Okay. Because you have to start young is the short answer. Yes. Um, because they do start asking those questions very early okay. on, on a biblical worldview. And they are discipled through social media, through movies, on to question um, the authority of God's word, ultimately. Yes, unfortunately. So the nine-year-olds, that's sort of pre-teens mm-hmm. to, before they get into the teens and go off the rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then all the yeah. way through high school. Yeah. And um, so... Can we talk some about the camp? Absolutely. Sure. I'd love for you um, to. I'm excited as this is our first year to do this summer camp, the Engaged Truth um, Student Apologetic Summer Camp. And it's at Aspendale, just outside of Cloudcroft. And uh, it's that full week, the last week of June. And so students will, um, at this camp, have an opportunity to see dinosaur soft tissue. Um, one of our creation guides, Jonas, if he's watching, hello. Uh, <laughs> he, he's been on a dinosaur dig with his mom this week, and they've um, been excavating at Edmontosaurus. And he uh, was, just recently told me um, the campers will be able to get dinosaur shards. Oh. And uh, they'll be able to see soft tissue and nerves and dinosaur bones. And uh, we'll have stargazing at night. And then, of course, the kids will get to go through. Our focus this year is using Jay Warner Wallace's Cold Case Christianity book. And they'll talk about the reliability of the Gospels. 
But they'll also get to have a blast together doing the ropes course, archery, and paintball, and all those fun things. So I think we're going to go hard on having fun, but also on apologetics and biblical worldview training. And so I really hope um, more pastors and parents watching will sign their kids up. You go to the website, gageapologetics.com, click on summer camp. You can do all the registration online now. And uh, it's, it's going to be a blast. Uh, I'm really excited about this week. And you have, uh, you have several volunteers that are going to be, uh, adult volunteers mm-hmm. that are going to be helping so yes. that you keep a good ratio mm-hmm. between uh, adults and children. Yes. So there's plenty of oversight uh, so that the children will be safe mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, and that's exciting, but I'm sure you could use more volunteers. So if anybody wants yeah. to volunteer, yeah. now, of course, they would still need to pay the fee um, right. that is required, but... Uh, you can go to Engage Apologetics and uh, find out the fee, and then you can also find out there's a schedule on online yes. about the um, camp. Uh, it's quite intense. I, I was looking at it yeah. last night, and uh, but you do seem to have a very good balance of free time and really intense yeah. learning, and that's good. That's really good. Yeah, what we've really tried to be intentional on having times for the students to not only hear the lesson taught from the different teachers, myself doing the older students a lot, but we have what we have worked in is Socratic dialogue. Um, a lot of people go, well, what is that? Well, it's, it's really, hey, we covered that, and now we're going to sometimes do like a role play with an atheist where we'll say, hey, why do you think the Bible's true? Well, what about this? And we're kind of challenging them oh. um, to think through. So it's better for students um, to express their doubt and in, in, uh, difficulties in a safe, safe place. Zone. It's safe to doubt. Yep. Um, the problem, you've seen a lot of studies, is when it's not viewed as safe to express those doubts yes. in church. And yes. so then they end up deconstructing and then being discipled by others online. Um, but we, we want them to, to express that and, and challenge them to think through um, these issues of what they heard previously Hey, how do you know that's true? Why do you think that's true? And so mm. we don't only want to have their head filled with the knowledge. We want them to be able to have a conversation again, right? We want them to be able to engage. Right. And so if the students have it in their head memorized, but they can't have a conversation with their friends or family about right. what they learned at camp, then you know, we're kind of missing the point, right? Absolutely. We want them to always learn for the sake of knowing and, um, and worshiping the Lord and then to make Him known through mm-hmm. all fields of knowledge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you will be doing some, uh, will you have some worship up there yes, as well? Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, and the, we'll have some times of worship, uh, of course, uh, at evening and then in late evening when we do stargazing. Wonderful. And, and so, you know, Scripture says the heavens declare the glory of the Lord. And so we have a few telescopes we'll be bringing up there. We hope to raise money for uh, another electronic telescope so that it'll be even easier on the stargazing. Um, right. But we'll, in the future, be adding to the telescopes and our microscopes. We have, like, two microscopes that, um, thanks to our gracious donors, we are able to purchase professional microscopes. Wonderful. Um, and so eventually we'll grow that lab. So as part of the ministry um, in the city, we'll have a regular dinosaur soft tissue lab. Um, and kids get to see direct evidence of the flood and get to see, um, hopefully, um, blood clotting as well as we did last time, where blood clots that happen through drowning in the water. Yes. So, uh, very flood. exciting things. <laughs> yes, in a flood. Which was global. Yes, it was, absolutely. <laughs> Not just local. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I learned that. Uh, well, I mean, I shouldn't say I learned it. I mean, you highlighted yeah. that. I Reminded of. Knew, yeah, I <laughs> yes, knew that. Yes. I, I guess I didn't realize how many people thought that it was just local. I yeah. never considered that because I've always thought it was 
global. Yeah, uh, yeah, there is a new, growing number. Global. Of course, you have the issue of why wouldn't the birds just fly somewhere else where they had to get on the ark? Right. Um, but a lot of people, they um, don't realize how significant that can be, even in evangelism. Mm-hmm. Um, many missionaries over the years would um, learn about those flood legends and, and say, well, this is actually echoing the original story given in Genesis. It's an echo of error. And, and they would use that in evangelism to point them back to God's word's true Trust in the true ark of salvation, the Lord Jesus. Uh-huh. And the guy who wrote the book on that, Echoes of Ararat, my friend Nick Lagori, he's going to be uh, sharing at camp as well. That will be through Zoom, but he's going to be talking about flood legends oh. at one of our special topics classes during camp. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that and, and several other our speakers that are coming down for camp. How wonderful. Mm-hmm. And so this is your first one that yes. you've done, uh, that you'll be doing this camp. And, of course, you hope to do this annually about the same time Yeah, Lord willing, Lord willing. And, um, again, if you want to sponsor a student, um, we're growing that scholarship fund. If you want to come, we'd love to have you. We have training coming up real soon. Yeah. Um, so we, we would love to partner with more churches to grow this, to, to train more students in a biblical worldview. Now, you're actually doing train, some training tomorrow. Yes, I don't know if are. that's the one and only. Or... That's the main one, but uh, if we have some that miss it, we'll get with them and okay. figure it out. So if there's anyone interested in getting in on that training for the camp, by all means, get a hold of Caleb today through EngageApologetics.com so that uh, he can make arrangements for you to go to the training and then uh, be a part of this camp. Mm -hmm. I just think it's going to be so incredible. It's going to touch on so many different areas. Uh, and I, I can't wait to hear from the kids that go and the adults for that matter, because I know some of the adults that are going to be going. Um, to hear how it went, and uh, who knows, I might show up one one of these days yeah, too at your yeah. camp. <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun, and I think the adults will be uh, able to grow a lot the, the, this week. Um, mm-hmm. themselves. So it'll be a double blessing. They're pouring in and then mm-hmm. they're being poured into. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll have the creation hikes at the camp as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. And I want to make sure to remind people that we're, our goal is creation guided hikes all around the Southwest. So stay in tune, go to our creation network part of our page and come join us on the trail. And you'll see these yellow shirts. And there's many other guys besides myself right. that are going to do a phenomenal job. And uh, it's a great opportunity for outreach, too. Bring your yes. unbeliever friend. Yes. And they're going to hear the gospel on every tour is what we tell our guides. You need to be clear on the gospel, but also yeah. um, show how everything points focus. to the Lord. Absolutely. Well, Caleb, I've so enjoyed yeah. your uh, attendance today and, and being a, my guest on the show. Uh, we could talk for hours yeah. <laughs> about all of this, such fantastic information. Let me go ahead and pray us out. Sure. Father God, I so... So I'm thrilled about um, the work you are doing through Caleb uh, with regard to these issues that we talked about, the, his uh, core values, his co- uh, cult vision, his creation vision. Uh, Lord, I pray that you will bless every aspect of his ministry. And it's in Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks again, Caleb. Thanks again for having me. You bet. You bet. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Praise God.